1: Watching Tottenham on a Tuesday night, you play
2: you you're... Hello and welcome to A Water Night, part of the 90-minute podcast network we're talking all things Tottenham Hotspur. Joining me as he does every week, Sean Walsh, is Jude Summerfield. Jude. Hey, mate. We're in a new office.
3: We're in new surroundings, yeah. It's pretty crazy. Do you like the new office? It's quite nice, yeah. Um, it's very similar in decor mm. um, to the ones we've had before, Um Lots of lots of white paint, um, fluorescent lights. I we think. have a lot of actual um, meeting rooms, not just pods. This we time, we do, yeah, which is excellent. Um, I, I don't think we're gonna get too sweaty, sweaty and clammy in here. While that's, always, we're that's always good. Which yeah. is always good because, like, I don't know, when we go into those booths before, after like twenty minutes, it's like I've been playing twenty minutes, <laughs> with six aside or something like that. Yeah, there's not a lot
2: of basic. There's sure. not.
3: But we, I mean, we could definitely do with a few more shirts. That have been signed
2: for sure. Well, have yeah. we got Southampton 1819. We have a yeah. Everton Theo Walcott one. We do, yeah. So any donations? <laughs> out there? Like you want to give us a shirt to go up on our wall? I'm sure We've they're got, trying to give some away <laughs> we yeah. in the old office as well. And no one was taking us no like, mistake. Well, I guess yeah, we'll yeah. just take him We've got Theo Walker up there at the yeah. moment, which is
3: from his Everton days. Fine career, Not particularly
2: really memorable, memorable. You know, <laughs> did he score against us? I feel like he must have.
3: Yeah, I think he was one of those players who who always scored
2: against us. Yeah, during that time. But um,
3: yeah, it's a a nice little office, isn't it? It'll do. It'll do for sure.
2: Nice location. Okay, we do actually have some Tottenham to talk about this week. Yeah, I suppose we do. Which is a real shame. It's my least favourite pod where we have to talk about Tottenham. (laughs) (laughs) It is the worst bit
3: Um, because, like, the realisation that you know there's been football and then we have to sort of cover it a little bit. Yeah. I, I, did, did did we both just go into a shell after the the Newcastle one? Yeah, have we, we recorded since then. Or? We, rec-
2: we recorded a pod before the Man United game, but I don't think we did. P- p- publishing right, right. Made, it did come out until about an hour before the United game, of so course, a, yeah, a lot, I think yeah. a lot of people might have missed it. But if you want to relive the kind of dreariness of that Newcastle game, then do go back. Um, That's where my mind's still at. <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> I actually, I, do you <laughs> know what? I actually, I've actually come out of the last week. Out of the United draw and the loss of Liverpool, I felt I felt kind of a bit. I wouldn't say confident. I think confident is a very strong word in this context. Mm-hmm. But I feel uh, there's at least signs of life. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: Um, I, I mean, like it's it's these head starts which are a bit of a problem. Yeah, but, a little um, bit. Yeah. But no, I, I completely agree. And like there was, a, I, I, I do think there was a degree of Liverpool going off the. Or just letting their hand off the brake a bit for whatever reason I came away so unimpressed by them yeah the, yeah I mean it just shows like all, all the flaws in both sides why why they are um why they are where they are yeah. um but the, there was definitely good stuff to take away from it um it's just like a, a few of those changes towards the end maybe were a little inexperienced from from them from the boss um and it sort of crossed us in like a pretty strange and ridiculous way but it it is what it is
2: I understand why he made the changes that we did we'll talk about the bad one because um, he was just trying to get I understand just bringing them on as kind of like the wider players stretch the play for the last few Mm. minutes it did feel a bit I don't know how much I can really criticise because we needed a goal and we were close to getting a goal was this this, just the put it over the top was this too much of a kind of unbalancer was it always going to lead to this and I don't want to sound like um, there's a lot of clips that go around of LeBron James predicting ridiculous things which are clearly just not true at all (laughs) but I did foresee Lucas Moore giving away a goal after (laughs) Richardson.
3: had scored (laughs) (laughs) honest to God instant sort of final destination yeah I didn't I didn't 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 feel that yeah exactly yeah (laughs) Yeah, like Hank coming out of that <laughs> oh, crash. Lucas no, Lucas, no! Yeah. Oh! No, it's 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 it was really bad. I can't how many seconds were there between like seventy or eighty or something like that? But um I don't know. We love giving a blind pass away at Anfield. I don't know what what the problem is. It's this it's just this cursed fixture that just lives on and on and on. Yeah. Um Eric Dyer had that had that one I remember where he just Slid in Mane I think Or maybe Salad. No Salad. Yeah because yeah, yeah. then Salah it Doesn't like, sound like him No <laughs> No it doesn't It doesn't um, but, but yeah bit, bit, of a, bit of a tricky Bit of a tricky trip that one
2: well, Horrible How old did you feel After the first 20 Because it didn't feel <laughs> It, it didn't feel again like Wow this oh, could it's be Groundhog anymore. Day
3: <laughs> Again <laughs> Again I didn't feel great Um Oh, for the first 20 How, it was just the three goals wasn't yeah, it just the three goals this yeah um, it, it, it was it was dawning on me that this is a bit of a recurring problem for Spurs in starting games quite slowly and he's like hmm, maybe there's a problem here yes maybe somebody actually needs to, to put, a, put a rocket up a few people's buttons and mm. um, because you know, I we, we watch other teams in the Premier League and they're so compact like the teams are the top anyway and you go back a few years when Spurs were, was, were good and they had this really strong spine and everyone's very very clear with what they want to do and and all that, but um, at sixes and sevens again yeah. is probably the phrase I'd use to describe Spurs defending because it was um, it was just like they had an extra player all over the all over the pitch. And to be fair, I thought if if Liverpool had anything about them, that's how they would have started the game, um, just front foot try and kill them off really really early. Yeah,
2: judging Liverpool more if they didn't do that, and then actually yeah. judging them more because they didn't kill the game the way that they probably should have
3: I don't yeah I genuinely don't know what it is with those with with that with that team because they just
2: let us in and in and in and then we had, managed
3: a lot to of chances. We had a lot a lot of chances and a few calls that maybe on another day go another way um but it's just it was just, it was just a bit of a rancid one yeah
2: to go in at the end it's it is kind of the history of this fixture you know there was that <laughs> there was that kind of compilation of the recent disasters of Anfield, you know, it's bad, isn't it? You know, we, we, we were the only block. well, yeah, we were the only team to ever concede a goal to Balotelli was at Liverpool. That was the winner for them <laughs> in 2015, and then a few years later, actually, I think we actually kind of got the better of and I know people say Kane missed the penalty to put us two one up, but I actually I see that as a good result because mm. it pissed off their fans to no end, and ultimately the two extra points of a win wouldn't have made a difference to the no. table in the end. So I count that as a positive result, and it was really funny. Yeah. But eighteen nineteen when Soko skies the one on one and Luis spills the ball onto our 19 Nineteen twenty, we missed so many good chances after going one up in the first minute. Twenty twenty one. Pretty much the same again. We kind of miss it was it was almost like that was the end of the faux title charge
3: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, Mourinho saying uh, we we missed the chance that would have given us the just the win we deserve just digging
2: out Stevie Bergwine on Instagram yeah <laughs> not great <laughs> downhill after that um, right. last season was I guess it was positive in the end you know? got know. point it yeah. there's a good point probably really really another day of my one. yeah um, but no this is a really awful fixture and yesterday was I don't know how that's going to be topped yeah I'm excited to find out in the near future though <laughs> Um,
3: yeah good lord there needs to be some shake ups at the back and just making sure people are concentrating um, because I'm not really sure how much I can do this (laughs) anymore (laughs) it's just watching the boys be absolutely catastrophic in defence and then uh, I
2: don't know hoping they try and fix it for the next game yeah I think (laughs) yeah I do I actually think I blame Stellini in the sense that he went to a back four a bad time against Newcastle but mm. I find it I can't blame them, him or Mason too much for defensive structure because it is literally just the way that Conte has coached them the whole time that he was here oh and yeah and there are
3: so many like round squares and circular holes yeah it's, it's
2: like what what could what, could, what could either of them realistically have done on the training pitch in the, the small time they had to really kind of rectify that they're not experienced coaches Stellini went in this kind of um, minor excursions as a head coach was really bad. Mm. Ryan Mason's still really young; he's still kind of learning the ropes. He's, he he lent a lot on Jose Mourinho's structure during his first caretaker spell, and it, it looks like he's doing the same by going back to the back three. Mm. And this time around, it is a lot of uh, you know what more. It's just a patch-up job, I know. yeah. But you're doing a patch-up job with players who are out of confidence and clearly are not good when they are forced to do this kind of defending. <laughs> this yeah. volume of defending
3: yeah I mean like there's there's definitely been like a little attitude shift I think in that I mean the, the second halfs against Man United and Liverpool they like, they were defending how they should have defended all along really. yeah, like, yeah they were quick to the ball um, they didn't really let people settle um, and they just seemed a lot more aware when in possession where mm. to move it when to go out wide um, it just seemed a lot, a lot a lot more clever in possession um and you know, in terms of formation, I think like Mason himself said it, where it's like the formation is the formation, and I think that's pretty true. I, I mean, Spurs can't really go back to a, a back four at this point now. I Not don't with the, the personnel. That, no, I mean the the squad is just like maybe we could have foreseen, but like Ben Davis aside on, at the at left back, and maybe Emerson, Emerson could play right. That's that the thing. I like,
2: think like, I think maybe there's, there's a lot. He, of he might have gone to a back four if those two yeah. were ready and available, but. You can't really with poor and Perisic.
3: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, to, to to keep getting the well, I say keep getting, but to try and get the best out of those sort of wide players, you do have to sort of stick with that formation, I suppose. But it's just being like it's just being more switched on and trying to be a bit more creative, which they which they did in those um, in those second halves against United and, and Liverpool. Um, but I, I just I do also think a few players are exposing themselves ahead of the summer transfer window is not really good enough. Like after a few seasons, and hopefully that sort of gets looked at. <laughs> yeah, it
2: feels like we have made kind of a decent couple of signings here and there over the last windows, and I do have hope that some of the players from um, the last window, like the likes of Richarlison and Basuma, will kick on. I do believe that they're good. Oh, yeah, and they're
3: same. suited to like if we try and if Spurs try and play like front foot, energetic. For yeah, them, yeah, they will be all over it. Yeah, know, sure. I think
2: they'll be fine. But it does feel like we need to at least at some point over the next one or two windows nail a window completely and just be like mm. that's where things started to turn that's where they kind of brought in those key players you see that with Arsenal City seems to do every year mm. that's maybe different um, Liverpool than in the past I think that's probably a good example to follow yeah but it's a
3: tough one though at the moment isn't it just because like what is there to attract you have to have like a really <laughs> smart you have to genuinely like yeah. you need to have yeah. like a really smart one before you have that sort of almost not blockbuster one but where you, you have that sort of Arsenal one last summer where they manage to get like Zinchenko and Jesus and these sort of finishing touches to a, a team that can go on and like maybe do top two top three um, which is where Spurs should be trying to aim at the moment
2: I think as well just quickly I want to touch on the defender you mentioned about the second half that's the way we should defend it I think this is the ultimate kind of argument for why Spurs need to play attacking football because the whole thing with Marino and Conte was well, Spurs are about defending so they just need to do more of it it's just like it doesn't work that way You play defensive yeah, football with myths. defenders you can't defend like that you're going to collapse under the pressure and we've seen it so many times when we do try and play our game play direct, more direct more kind of free-flowing football that's when we're at our best because you don't need to do as much defending your defending is more about kind of the shape and having more mm-hmm. of the ball and yeah, that is way more modern I think you could, Reneo's been a bit so-so at I know there's a lot of loving from him recently, but the results aren't amazing. They're down to sixth in Serie A. Mm. They they threw away. They're quite like us. They recently they got they got loving
3: because Juve got like had their points stripped away as soon as they got on back. Huh. they were like, oh, you've dropped down. And yeah. You know, okay, you're normal now. Yeah. Well, they, well like I mean, if, if you think about the Tong and another the Virals, and mm. they're like seeing is probably well. Spurs two best defenders in like recent years anyway yeah. but they weren't backs to the wall sort of like I'm heading everything away yeah, while yeah. we're seeing out a one nil sort of defenders were they? They were people who like managed to bring the ball out um, get it into good areas like out wide could bring it out and dribble a little bit and go forward as well and Spurs don't like Romero goes all over all over the shop like and that's kind of cool that's fine it's not really like too much build up in relation to that and then like you have someone like Eric Dyer, who you would think is a bit more of a back to the wall defender, but like it's in theory it should and, be, yeah. But and pressure just eventually, eventually tells really if yeah. um, if like maybe you're not as switched on positionally as a Maldini or a Beresi like Eric Dier probably isn't you <laughs> well, know? Yeah, this, and then he gets yeah, exposed because yeah. the pressure is just relentless yeah. there's so few
2: teams in Europe now that thrive with that kind of play like even Atletico Madrid this second half of the season have yeah. evolved a bit more they're a bit more attacking front foot and they've gone on a, not uh, I don't think it's in a beaten run anymore but they've gone on a really good run of results and I think they're about to leapfrog Real Madrid in the table so mm. if Atletico Madrid are changing their ways maybe it's a sign that Spurs should as well. I oh, yeah, just a thought. Yeah, and
3: that guy loves his clean sheets yeah. as well. But like, yeah, Spurs. Spurs are his, obviously historically an attacking team, and they have players out wide, mm. the wing backs to to try and do it on, and and you know try and be a bit more inventive. And it's it's just that central area that I just think is for for now anyway. It's just sort of like well, nobody's going to make a, a splitting pass in that area yeah. you know, unless Kane's like coming back and. You're just, you're just not going to get that from Hojbjerg yeah, or skip.
2: We, we, Yeah, we figured out last season that Hojbjerg and Skip together is a little bit redundant. Mm. And the problem now is Basuma is... I don't know when he's coming back. I can't imagine it's going to be this season. No, i be shocked if it's this it season. Um, Ben's ACL, which is worried because what's he going to look when he gets back? Mm. We do need more creativity in there. But I do think that the second half of this game at least, and the second half of the United game, would prove that if Perisic and Poro are able to kind of just have the licence to go and be those wide players and Son Kruzevsky-Rachas can just come inside
3: well and Son's just, just looked so much more like clear about yeah, what he's I'll doing just, I wanna, yeah I just want to talk yeah, about. yeah he,
2: he, said, he, said, he said a few weeks ago about how he kind of plays better um, in the kind of role that he played last season and just like running in behind using that pace it's not coming deep and collecting the ball and trying to do what Kane does like I don't I, I will never for the life of me understand why this season Conte reversed Kane and Son's roles and I know Kane's been by far and away our best player this season He scored he'll um, probably end up with his highest tally in, in a few years um, but I'll never understand why he made Kane a kind of fox in the box again and made Son do the legwork deeper in on the pitch mm. because it, it, we had such a good form last year did he th- just think that the team's going to figure it out he was trying to kind of maybe, get one ahead of him maybe. But
3: I think he's also stuck in his ways, man. A little bit, well. yeah. So but then, he, had yeah. His, he had his summer where he thought, like, all right, I'm going to go and get my players and we can implement, and then we don't have to maybe overly rely on this yeah. cheat code of one amazing passer mm. and one brilliant finisher. Yeah. But like that, I don't know why the, the change didn't come earlier. Maybe pride. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been it. Um, think, yeah. But yeah, yeah Sons just look so much better now. That he's actually got a clear idea of you know he's not he's not getting stuck in the boggy bits where you know he's having to rely on his touch and stuff like that it's like mm. people get upset at him for you know not having like a killer first touch here and there or running into cul-de-sacs and it's sort of just like well he shouldn't really be in that position at the yeah first if you, bench, you if know. you eliminate him from doing or him. that often yeah. you know yeah. like if he wants to come back and like get a little bit of ball and then you know do a bit that wide obviously that's yeah. fine you know? yeah but you want him in his best positions and his best position is like how we scored against Liverpool. Just mm. like that was, I, it was sort of, like I'm still wrapping my head about how easy it was just to do one sort of clip ball over the top from Kane to get him in. Yeah. Um, but like that's how it worked so well for Spurs last season. Yeah. And it seems kind of wild that they haven't lent on that
2: more, especially when nothing else was working. Yeah. Like
3: in games where they were just like going. You know, passing towards the corner, seeing like our oh, crosses are really on, yeah. coming back, back, other yeah. side, and then losing the ball. Yeah, know?
2: it felt like an option that was below break glass in case of emergency. I don't understand why that was. Like, I think obviously we need to kind of find a way to evolve from relying on this. But the way that Conte did it, I just do not understand. Yeah.
3: It well, they went. Yeah, this is, and so often throughout the season we've had like a back three of people who can't really pass yeah it, it, so much, it all never yeah. really made sense um, or like wing backs out wide who just I mean, like in, atta- in an attacking sense not really all there um, and then Poro's come in and been a little bit sort of all over the place yeah. <laughs> um, but like good little bits here and there but yeah you could tell
2: like he's, he's it, kind of <laughs> in another life he's a mid 2000s winger mm. um I don't want to I think the thing with Poro and Romero in particular is that there is obviously quality there it is about just a little bit of coaching particularly mm. in the sense of Poro like I think if if you had a, like a whole year like learning to play more in the back four it become a really useful asset because I don't want to be tied to a three at the back system for no, I, I, I want the next manager to not play three at the back
3: no it would be yeah it, it's, it would be important because you know how how are they going to get a base in midfield otherwise yeah. you know and there's like there's there's good players who haven't got as much of a, a look in because we played three at the back and those are players who need more game time yeah like bloody poor Richie man he's just I know he's had injuries and maybe isn't everyone's cup of tea whatever but like spent a year sat on the bench and and not, playing not playing uh, in and the then, role that would suit him most yeah and then scoring equalisers at his old rivals and then seeing <laughs> it getting chucked away and like <laughs> two minutes <laughs> yeah,
2: let's, 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 do, let's do Richie before I come on to my Romero point um, you have a Romero point I do have a Romero point okay. but, um, so Richardson really really happy for him that he finally got that goal an yeah. important goal I w- we were saying off air I was absolutely convinced it was going to be chalked off for offside <laughs> when, when he took a show <laughs> yeah. off to celebrate the way fans I was like oh no it's yeah. going to be such a meme yeah. again
3: well that was that that was supposed to be the sucker punch wasn't it yeah that That's was that thought. was the way and then... it would get cooled off and then we'd yeah, lose 3-2 yeah um, didn't quite turn out that way, no. but man, like he, he came on and he, he he really ruffled them up, and I was happy to see it. Um,
2: he he loves this fixture. This yeah. is I'm actually quite surprised he didn't start, it, but I guess an impact makes a bit of sense as well as long as Spurs were still in the game, and fortunately yeah. We were.
3: Yeah, and he's another good aerial aerial threat. Mm. You know, I don't know mm. what it is with those lads, at, those little full lads at the back of the moment. But Van Dyke is like not the not the man he was. Um, Canate just seems a little. I don't
2: know. I don't think they would have been pleased to have seen him coming on. No. Looking over to like Van Dyke and Kanato run ragged this game, just looking over to the bench, like, oh for God's sake. Yeah, Knotto.
3: it was another it was another bit of chaos to add into the mix. And like I, I like how he just puts his head where it hurts and it's not like the cleanest of headers, but it somehow just managed to loop in. Like yeah. it's it's a good bit of um just sort of thuggery that spurs mm. in the attack attacks.
2: Yeah, a bit of kind of ruthlessness, and I know that's quite a statement for someone who scored one Premier League goal all season. But like he, I thought yeah, against Man United he got into good positions and there were a couple of times where he crossed it sort a shot where I thought if that's someone who's in form or a bit of confidence he mm. probably goes for goal. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I I think like when things start to settle for him he'll just be scoring a load of tapping, like scrappy goals for Spurs being on the end of stuff. Um capitalising on good work from Kane and so on I think I just think hasn't yeah. quite Sat down from yet. Yeah, I
2: think one of his one gets kind of the right manager. I think one of the things is he'll be able to score a variety of goals. I mm. think you know, largely two-footed, big area presence, really physical, someone who performs well in big games. I don't think he's someone who's phased by pressure. Mm. I think there was a really useful player there. Yeah,
3: I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. And that's and part the of the, reason, the
2: one Premier League goal stat is is misleading. Is really misleading. It's really yeah, misleading.
3: it's not like he started every game and then. Has just flopped and yeah. been subbed off after several minutes, seventy minutes every game. You know, there's a bit more to it than that. But you know, we must make instant judgments. It's fun to jump to conclusions. Mm. Finished. Um, yes. <laughs> so finished. But yeah, this is kind of why I hope we go to a, a, a four-two or four-three-three three or something like that, somewhere we can get all those four sort of main attackers in. You've got Richie and Kulu out wide who are happy doing dog mm. work. Mm. Um, for like Sod and Kane to just sort of maybe take it a bit easier up front be like a proper death line up like right? end of the yeah, games yeah Spurs yeah.
2: going for the kill trying to claw back and it's like, I, I what, that's, <laughs> not, that's not a front four I would want, I'd no, want to face
3: no we had about five attackers on the pitch against United at the end as yeah. well that was, <laughs> was like I haven't seen this we had about like seven against
2: Bournemouth in one of <laughs> Sweden's last games <laughs>
3: <laughs> but they were all so far away from each other Yeah, right? and there was no organisation yeah it Kane was, was playing DM place. he was yeah um so yeah, it was a, I mean, the, the, just the space between that Richie goal and the Jota one, it was just. <sighs> I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that we, I thought we'd survived that somehow not going to VAR and we were going to get out there with a point, yeah. and it was like, oh okay, all right, oh 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 oh, oh. it's one of those things where <laughs> uh,
2: um, I think it's kind of a rational thing that some Wolf fans have in that, where if you're like defending a one 0 lead, say, you always kind of look at the clock and you think. How long is left? Okay, realistically, how long do we have until if they would? Put...
1: Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
0: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
1: Ninety-six percent of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing.
0: Would you agree?
1: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single
0: item at regular price. Ba da ba ba ba.
2: Score one, could they get another? Mm. And I think with this was probably the smallest margin of time that they could have had to score a goal. And they just happened to score a goal. Because Lucas more gift wrapped in it <laughs> you know? What can you do? Uh do you reckon he gets
3: another game before the
2: season ends? He really shouldn't. I think we're, I think we're <laughs> saying, I think there's a real chance that That's he comes on and he here. gets booed or something. <laughs> like I know like I know he has the IX moment, but it does feel like the recent well his, he does his, sort of his, his... signify like a a
3: fair few players he should have moved yeah. on. Yeah, I think someone I think someone wrote it, it might book. be someone at the Independent
2: wrote that this was kind of the the great, the great symbol of Alt Spurs. Yeah, and this was it. You know, his last seven minutes, he's got a red card, at Everton, and then came on for a bit, ran around, and um, assisted Jota. Yeah, but
3: they got a doc and uh, a documentary out of him, <laughs> didn't they? And he's think, the, he's always on the channel. You think, so. you think
2: there won't be an analysis cut in a time where they talk about this?
3: <laughs> I don't know if it makes a season review. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just getting erased from history. Yeah, they might just.
3: I mean, I've got, I've got one of those art of football shirts. I think you've got. the I've got, got the on, print on the, a, you've on got the, the print wall. Yeah, well yeah, of yeah. that of him scoring the third. So like, it it what it did pass through my mind. To just it is utterly amazing afterwards. that this is the same
2: player. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Uh,
3: yeah, moments, a real moments player, well, we... <laughs> and that moment on Sunday was fucking awful. That was a bad one. <laughs> yeah, that was a real bad one. Yeah. I don't know how he gets over that. Um, but yeah, it's just someone who should have been sold and like. I, it's 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 an inexplicable error so it's sort of like you were going for a, for an equaliser at the time and he's just not fully zoned in for whatever reason and has no idea what's behind him yeah it's so stupid though like it's just so stupid um I think I'd turn my TV off or I'd shut my clapped it down pretty much instantly. <laughs> you're like, okay. After I, after I heard Anjata and I was like okay that's, that's, that's enough for me day. that's enough for me because um, I was so I was so I was just happy that they had managed it seemed like a good it was always going to be like a good yeah. result and sort of heartwarming yeah. that maybe you know they'd showed all this fight they were still a bit useless you know in that opening so it's it's nice and familiar <laughs> you know sort of like oh you're useless but you know, like, well you're, we are the you're, comeback you're, team this you're year like, <laughs> you're my useless boys but and they just went and, you know, out useless themselves. Yeah, yeah.
2: I do crazy. I do think that... I th- there's a point I've been trying to make a lot over the last week, 10 days, even after the Newcastle game, was that it's not an unfixable situation. And no. that I always I always kind of circle back to Man United last season when they were losing, getting Hammond every week, you know. Ronaldo was just draining everything out of the club. Ranjik was clearly... A smart footballing guy, but very obviously not a head coach. Yeah. He was coming out of the press conference every week finding new ways to slag off the club, you know, saying they needed open heart surgery, they needed ten new signings. But he always caveats it with, you know, don't be surprised if United are really good next season. Mm. And United have been good this season. You know, there've been there been stretches where they looked like one of the second or third best teams in the league. They've also had stretches where about seventh 8th But ultimately there's a clear kind of vision. Yeah. That they've bought into the managers ideas. Mm-hmm. Um but thing. they're not a million
3: miles away. I don't think even they're really in, no, like, no. Even in the table. no, yeah. Like, I, th- I think I think not, not as in like a, oh, we yeah. and don't yeah. well and I don't
2: away. think next season, but maybe the year after they might make a push for the title at least. I think. Yeah, I think they, they are, are on the right track for sure. But it just proves that you just have like some structure. You get one or two signings right. The clubs of this size are never that far away. The problem will be yeah. the problem for us is actually getting those decisions right. You know who is the manager going to be we're still not really any closer to finding out who's going to be the director of football. Again, same question. It does seem like um, Nargotsman, who seems to be the top target, had concerns about who that sporting director is going to be to replace Paratici, and we don't know yet. I don't think the club mm. knows yet either.
3: So it's all just sort of limbo-ish at the moment, which so is it's what makes of, it a bit yeah, trickier, I suppose. Yeah. In that, like, I totally agree. Teams are never really that far away, and we can we can get sucked into sort of mass hysteria about it. But really, if you go over the squad and you'd say like, there's some key positions there you need to fix for sure. Um, But like, there are players who can play the roles that a new manager needs in the summer and can get you off to a good start. And you can just sort of ride it out from there and you can see how it goes, you know? Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Because there are just like under, underutilized players like who were signed last summer who just, need a, a good crack the next season and if it's Nagelsmann or someone who comes in like that, there are players who are you know, the um the Rich and the and the Basumas who are who are energetic and who know the Premier League, know how combative it is and what sort mm. of work rate is needed for um for, for for consistent good performances to come in. So um you know like even, even United like they're they're on the right track so to speak and you know they're doing they're doing well but you know, nobody's coming out of this season alive. That's the thing. Yeah, like everyone thing. has yeah. some sort of reset that they've got yeah. to do in the summer. Yeah, you've and got, Spurs are no yeah. different, really. Yeah. Um, so we'll sort of see. Um, it's it's just hard predicting in like uh, in, in the sense that you know what manager they go for because a lot of names seem to be pulled out and it's um, yeah, like you say, it doesn't seem particularly clear who that who that choice is going to be. But if they can, if they man. Good goalie good center back <laughs> um a couple of those lone players who, who come back in yeah. wide areas to to challenge the likes of yeah. Porro and don't even know who's going to play left back next week, next season but we'll we'll see like yeah not far away whatsoever, obviously massive question marks on a few players yeah. like kane if you know if he stays then suddenly the whole well, well it's just depending if if he stays or goes you know it's, yeah it's a huge thing
2: yeah you know maybe, maybe that's another problem in that it's the core players that need to kind of replacing you know the, the, the report of the Tottenham leadership group being Lloris, Dyer, Hoyberg, Kane yeah three players who probably do not have the quality to start for a club of our ambitions and then mm. one is probably going to leave
3: yeah I mean like it's it's, it's an odd leadership group and especially just in terms of like on-pitch leadership because like um, I don't, don't don't say it to just like dig people out but like I remember Hoiberg having a pretty rancid game and the one just before Nuno got sacked against United mm. where he just basically didn't run around sort of did his whole arms in yeah. the air thing yeah. it's just like well you know I don't really think that's much of a, a leader and then you've got I don't want to like, just pick out Egg Dier for not being good enough but like if you are you know a, a leader at the back and you, you sort of make these mistakes that cost Spurs like points over a good two or three years it's weird for him to be in that sort of in that group, and then Lloris is just sort of like maybe we could have lined up a successor two or three years ago. Mm. I think they obviously tried with like Gallini, maybe didn't try too hard though. <laughs>
0: they were sort of like, yeah, this it was almost can... like
2: parity, just like, like who's available? Gallini? Uh, yeah, 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 sure, maybe if he's good. I oh, just... he's a bit mental, is he? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh he's a yeah. rapper, is he? <laughs>
3: A rapper and he likes booting people in the face. He yeah. did that in one game, I think. I can't remember which. I want to say he did it against Chelsea or something like that. Or maybe I'm getting it went. He so. went
2: to, I know the Carabao game against Chelsea, he went to get across and he missed it and Chelsea scored. Oh, that's it, yeah. I yeah.
3: think I'm thinking and Eager kicked it. <laughs> yeah, he, he killed Mar- Alonso, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. And someone was given a foul for it. Yeah. <laughs> and say, a free kick Spurs. Free kick Spurs. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Do you mean? Yeah, I, I hope they, they have a good, smart, um good smart summer window yeah. because you know it's 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 been dull yeah sort of uh, I, yeah i think intelligence-wise.
2: it's it's weird i think we're in a place where we need that obvious kind of replacement of leadership but we also need younger players players maybe in the kind of 23 to 26 age bracket uh one of those players currently in that age bracket is romero who i actually thought for like at club level at least I thought he had an underrated season just because I thought a lot of people go in on him for the yellow card stuff but the last few games you can clearly see that he's not his mind is elsewhere and I think a good point mm-hmm. that our friend Dan Kilpatrick made on the Top of the Way pod this week was um, is Romero making some of these decisions if he has an Argentina shirt on Yeah. and it, the answer is probably no but that's so that's kind of a question of okay does he need to be more focused this is a case of the culture of the club is just really it's a bad environment um, the manager there needs to be kind of a manager that he respects and can work under But obviously as well I would like to see more of that come from within as well mm. um, because we you, in the second halves against United and Liverpool admittedly after really 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 really, really bad first halves, he was great again he was very aggressive but kind of that controlled aggression he got the assist for Son as well, so I'm not writing him off, but I do think that he needs a better environment. I think that he he can't be the senior of the centre backs.
3: No, no, I think he. Yeah, we. I think we've we've said for a while that he needs. We need sort of a calm head at the back there, and it's just sort of figuring out who can a- allow romero to sort of do the weird stuff where he goes and presses quite high or makes a snap decision in the right places um, and in a back two as well if that's how we go down the line it's just that like i don't know concentration is, it seems like a massive problem for him at the moment and um that quite a uh, yeah i mean I, I wasn't aboard the sort of slag him off train before maybe the sort of month or so that we've had since then but I, I, yeah you've got to show a, a bit more desire um, for me um, because those those first few halves where we were just like letting Jacob Murphy walk in at the back yeah. stick and just poke goals in yeah I think it's I,
2: it's way more a question of attitude rather than the talent
3: I, yeah I think so but like I'm sure Spurs will have known that when they signed him <laughs> I'm sure like the last few years has probably they probably know what he's like as a character and maybe somebody in that coaching staff could have like set him aside and been like right like actually buck up your ideas please (laughs) like even before if like he wasn't on the edge or whatever he was maybe just sort of plodding along having a decent enough year Mm. but he is just such a a clear example of someone who has to really get into someone and absolutely just needs that manager behind them just absolutely giving it to them and getting their head focused on it and if like they go into a game like Newcastle in all United and Liverpool at the start, where little tactics here and there have been tweaked, and he's still going out and doing his, his thing. It leaves you open all over the place, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think we're in like sort of centre the scrap heap territory just yet. I don't. No, think he's definitely the, not. He's not the player that that Spurs should be look, looking to move on in that defence for sure. I mean, like there is there is sort of the alternative where you think like I don't know if like somebody big in the summer came for him and put up a big. Fee, I wouldn't be like heartbroken. Keep at all costs. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the sort of weird thing because I do think he's a fabulous player, but he's also someone. Yeah, who he's a, Yeah, I yeah. think you can sort of get around and replace with somebody who might, you know, fit in almost a bit better. Band- yeah, bit I do. Better, not, I do. Not, I do. But manager.
2: Yeah, I'm at a point where I do believe that even with Kane because the contract situation, everyone does have a price right now. It's not like mm. the case under Potch, where you had these core players who needed to stay. Yeah, and I think that the kind of lesson of the last few is. You, yeah, the last few years is know when to cut your losses on players or know when to cash out. I guess.
3: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. And like, I guess the odd one is with Ramirez. Pro- his price tag will probably never be too much higher than it is right now, unless Spurs have like a really good season next year. Well, yeah, yeah, there's definitely
2: yeah. a universe where he's kind of team of the season standard. I do foresee that, but it is about he's not the one to kind of. Get that into himself. He's not going to do that in a bad team. It's more. It needs to be everything around him needs to be perfect. Which maybe is kind of the problem as well. In that the only real player that we have that can play that well with everything falling to shit is Kane. Yeah,
3: yeah. Everyone else needs um, needs things going in the right right direction. So
2: we need kind of more players who can drag us through the mud a bit. Yeah, take
3: take initiative a bit more more, responsibility. You know. You know, because it's, it's it's a bad role for somebody to be sleepy. You know? Yeah, <laughs> at the start of games, like, yeah. um, and we've seen sort of the 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 punishment Spurs
2: have had. Yeah, unfortunately, I understand Conte's comments now. He wanted players to drag him out because he knew that his tactics were shit. And mm. I, I get it. I get it. I understand. It Why is no one sense. doing it for me? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? We don't. It's not 12-13 I don't have bail scoring <laughs> thirty yards every week. A B B had it so easy. Uh, how did these
3: guys do it for so long? Yeah, yeah no, crazy. They didn't have a lot of skip. Yeah, but they found
2: a way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we talk a little bit Palace? Palace. Yeah. I actually think we're going to win.
3: I could. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like we were saying a bit earlier that you know, there's. I mean, it's the Leeds game that could end about five three or five four, but this one could could. Could be similar,
2: yeah. You know, a really good form.
3: Um, they seem, yeah, they're in good form. Goals, good goal, yeah, scoring a lot of goals. Have players like that. Etse is in great form. I think mm. he seems to be scoring quite a lot. Um, uh, against the pre-sleepy defense. So I think you're going. You're, are you going? I'm going. Yeah. yeah, I think you're going to get a good game. To be honest, it's a it's
2: gonna be Mac day because it's the day of the coronation, and it might need to rush back for to cover the Copa del Rey final in the evening.
3: Oh yeah, so, of course. It's gonna be manic. It'll be good fun. Um, yeah, Spurs have got a pretty good record against Palace, though, at home anyway in the league. I think.
2: We seem to, we do seem to smash them quite a bit. Yeah, we, we I think. Boxing we day beat last year, my, We three
3: like 0 well, we smashed them earlier this season as well. Smashed them earlier, like four <laughs> 0 Yeah, it was that's like, one comp- what that like, going, comp- like, yeah, going on there? It's completely wiped from my brain as well. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, Matt Doherty scored, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, all yeah, right. not really <laughs> here anymore. Yeah, I think Brian Hill was having a little bit of a he was, yeah, was, yeah, and everyone was like could Hill he game? be the third attacker for Spurs it's oh like, no John on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah let's just smash uh, them last year let's just uh, can
2: that we beat them I think do we beat them back to back 4-0 or 4-1 or something
3: I, I think we have that, that Kane goal one of Kane's times. best ever goals yeah because there was a game where we had some fan fiction some bail songs yeah that game fan there, it, yeah. I think that was, that must have been 2021 yeah I was there for that that was good yeah and I think the season before that I think I was at that game, the 1920 one actually. No, the, the last good punch game. Really. Yeah, the last, the last good putch game. Yeah, everyone was like, like oh, I, it's fine, guys." Yeah, I genuinely came out of it, and I was like, "Spurs invoke old Spurs. White Hart Lane memories. They're gonna be sick, and like La having a great game." Spurs Suns aren't finished in. yet. Yeah, they're not finished yet. That was a good first half. That was fine. They were really, yeah, they were really good, and like I think Dunbar might have played and looked alright as well. <laughs> but like every, everything seemed fine on that day, even though they were yeah. losing loads of games. But yeah, we seem to smash Palace up, so long may that continue.
2: Um, Palace definitely scoring first. <laughs> That's your my hot take, honestly. Like take can, it or leave it.
3: <laughs> I went to look up the odds for uh, for for a goal in the first ten minutes at the weekend. Yeah. Just have, but like they were so poor that I was I was expecting <laughs> like this ten to or for something money. like that. And it was like one, about three 0 like, down after ten minutes or something. And I was like, what's the point? You know, I put you know it's so obvious, but like give me a good odd anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah, that should be. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to watch it, unfortunately. But we'll yeah, see the coronation. <laughs> Fuck the king. <laughs> Sorry. You're, ju- just...
2: you're joining just a Boyle.
3: <laughs> no, I'm playing cricket instead. That's much worse. Cricket, yeah. Well, it's that time of the year,
2: unfortunately. Sporty guys get out in the sun. It's and not very patriotic.
3: Start sunning ourselves. You're gonna
0: do
2: the uh, pledge of allegiance to, British, to King Charles. <laughs>
3: No, I, I think I might give that a miss. Yeah. Does that? I hope I don't get arrested now. Or
2: these days, yeah, they lock you up the throw in jail just for not being English.
3: They might, they <laughs> might see it as a as a protest of some sort, and you know, send me down for causing a ruckus.
2: I'll, be, I'll personally be
3: taking a knee. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just think of that. There's there's a moment in the early seasons of Game of Thrones, I think, where the Hound um, is talking about trying to defend the city against a, an army that's attacking the Lannisters. And he just says, fuck the king, and walks off. And that's sort of how I feel about the coronation.
2: Never watched it, so I have no idea what you're talking about, but I, I, I agree with the sentiment, I guess. We'll, we'll dub yeah. in some laughs yeah. afterwards, yeah, yeah. because hopefully isn't. it's very relatable. <laughs> I, might,
3: I might dig. When we quote Retweet the pod later, maybe I'll find the, uh, the image and pop it alongside. But the Palace game should be good. Yes. Which, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the point. That was conclusion. Trying to conclusion. In conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, and then after that,
2: Villa, Brentford, Leeds.
3: Villa will be fun. That could be, be, be another four or five. Minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing.
2: There's actually f- fresh life into these games again now. Yeah. Like that was the, that was my main takeaway for the know week. Why? Because we're just going to concede. Oh yeah, we're gonna, minutes, gonna yeah we're gonna like... concede loads of goals, but we might score a few. You know, it's how yeah. to say. I think Ryan Mason realizes that more than anyone. Money Mace yeah, money <laughs> keep calling him Money Mace, They have
3: to stop. That's cash money. I like it though. I like to be fair. I like I like that after that Liverpool game, he was actually like making a bit of a scene and and you know saying like, you know that's the on the skip thing. Sorry, mm. on, when he got mm. booed in the face, I was kind of happy to see him like. Actually, defend Tottenham's corner a little bit. So yeah, I know they lost, yeah. but like, and I didn't really look at the quotes for a few hours afterwards because I was pissed off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it was sort of—it was a nice change of pace to see someone come out and be like, mm. no, "I mean, I'm not a massive fan of blaming refs, but just not singing from that same sheet." Of He's literally like, bleeding. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't go into like controversial—should he shouldn't have been sent off? <laughs> you know, obviously he should have been sent off. But to see Mason come out And be like You know what I'm going to stand up for Spurs And be like I'm going to have my chest out And yeah. say why wasn't he sent off Why didn't he yeah. have a penalty well, the, the, th-
2: like, the thing for me is You're always going to get Incompetent refing And I think Liverpool fans might point at this As like Skip had a rash change In the first half Which might have been around Another day And also Kane avoided a red In the 2-2 last season At the lane This Last last season, last yeah, season. yeah yeah but Sorry, person, I'm just talking about this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, okay. to, I, I was, Le- I was just saying, Liverpool Le- 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 fans I know, I know. Yeah, um, we, can, we can agree on that. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it, I'm just saying. The point wasn't swings and roundabouts, but the point that really riled me up is that. Um, so obviously Mason defended the corner. Mason clearly knows more about the, like head injuries than anyone. Yeah. And then it was yeah. put to Klopp about Mason like complaining about it, and he kind of just dismissed it out of hand. I don't think it was intentional, but you can't tell me, he didn't know the story of Mason's career yeah and i think it was kind of he was very loose with his criticism like that because it was obviously like
3: yeah i'm, I'm sure a lot of people will, will will put that in sort of stronger words as well to yeah. be cuz like yeah i don't need to put it in
2: stronger words but I don't yeah. know if people
3: will other people like klops yeah he's a he's an he's an odd fellow isn't it's he He's really? i mean like i don't i don't really get the uh, what what incident in particular in that game? That I, I know I know this, this, there's the skip challenge in that, and you know, okay, um, it sort of evened itself out <laughs> later on, so to speak. Um, but I didn't really understand why he was so worked throughout the game, or like why a referee chatting to you and saying you know something he alleged to have said would would set you off in that manner. You know, you're yeah. a, you're a Premier League manager, just like yeah. calm down and like you you have good players, just. <laughs> Just, <laughs> yeah. you know, emotion doesn't have to dictate in just like 100% of what they do on the touchline. Like, I'm not going to be a Premier League manager at any point. so I, you know, I, I think I that's good time. Yeah, you know, I, I'd like, I shouldn't, yeah, shouldn't I make assumptions like that. But you would have to think that, like, you can just treat people with a bit more respect and not let emotion dictate your behaviour 100% of the time. Yeah, I think well, Especially in relation to something uh, like uh, that with, with Ryan Metz. Yeah.
2: yeah. Well, as someone who will be a future Premier League manager, I'm telling you now, I'm telling you. Probably a bit of prat. <laughs> That's my professional opinion, as a future manager.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he tore his hamstring. <laughs> Put it like that. <laughs> just,
2: just rise to the next game. He's on crutches.
3: Well, yeah. We'll, we'll see if he gets into the into the stadiums or if he gets banned. You think he got charged? He did, he? Get, char- he did he get, get charged. He did get charged. Yeah. So we'll see. what so
2: it was, was it was, it was for. It's like the implication of like. Suggesting a bias or something like that. He said the thing last season. He's like, I have no problem with referees. Only you, to Paul Tierney. <laughs> uh,
3: so childish. I so it. it's a
2: weird rivalry to have, to be fair. Yeah, a rivalry
3: with a referee. <laughs> it's not really one you can win. Do you yeah, it's how like, can you yeah, get a win over a referee? Yeah, if
2: anything's going to worse, because there'll be something like subconsciously where he'll be actually actively against you because he thinks yeah. that you're.
3: He's probably right going to take a charge of a few more of their games as well. <laughs> so like maybe just yeah, don't, it was,
2: don't maybe just be a bit nicer maybe you
3: know I flip flop on him so much though because sometimes I kind of think like oh he's he's so sick at managing football teams <laughs> <laughs> like Liverpool will come back next year and probably be sick and I'll think yeah. oh Klopp yeah. is amazing and then he'll like have a season like this where he's just yeah. a prat like <laughs> you say for the whole year yeah
2: exactly yeah. okay yeah I think I'm done talking about that yeah Monday.
3: yeah fair Got enough I got a
2: life. <laughs>
3: well, no. Better you than me. I don't have a life, I have another meeting. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. I haven't kept this. Right.
2: Okay. All <laughs> right, cool. All right, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, if you haven't uh, subscribed, left a rating, and review, please do. It helps us a lot. And we will see you next time after we smash up the palace. On a Tuesday night, you play Thursday
1: because